Real talk. Real talk. Right What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Now everybody can start to think, welcome, welcome. <laughs> to you. To you can sip with us. us. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. How Actually, that's what we should be saying. What? Welcome to 2019. Welcome to 2019. Like, this is I a mean, big deal. I mean, welcome to the episode, but like, Welcome, Welcome to a brand spanking new year. You got the whole year ahead of you guys. The yeah, whole this is a freak- fresh start. You got a clean, clean slate. slate. Maybe. Unless you did something yeah. super shitty. Oh, at, shit. Like, yeah. actual, like, Yeah, if you cheated on your husband or wife, like, yeah. in the last couple months, this is probably not super fresh start for you. No. Uh-uh. Yikes. Or, like, murdered somebody. If you did anything like The Purge. Yeah. That's pr- this is probably not like a fresh start for is that where you were going with this? No, but I like where you're headed. I'm not gonna stop you. You know? Yeah, right, right. It's like when you see a right. freight train come and you let it pass. You <laughs> don't get in the way. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know what you're saying. I jump on. I usually flag him down. I'm like, hey, you look like a train wreck. Can I join? Yeah. You know? This is the kind I of do. train I wanna be on. Absolutely. Um, we, but anyway, we have it a, is a new year. And we have a special New Year's edition episode for you guys. Yeah. Colleen is um, still a little bit under the weather. Yep. She yeah. didn't leave that in the old year. And I she haven't. that right on with her. <laughs> for those of you who listened last week, I haven't been sick for like a year. I This is like we recorded these fairly close together. So right. Yeah. In, in Just, real time. Apart. In two days apart. Actually, Speaking of Road to the Oscars, yeah. we wished you guys a Merry Christmas last last episode, and we were like a week out from Christmas. We also <laughs> wished you a Happy New Year today, and we are more yeah. than a week out from the New Year. So Road to the Oscars, that's us. Yeah. We, we belong on that damn stage. Hey, Happy Easter. Accepting. Let's cover all our bases. <laughs> cover mean? it all. Happy yeah. Man, your Halloween party in 2019 it is going to be so, so fun. Good. No, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it's 2020 already? Can you believe the time is flying? <laughs> it's flying. Jesus. It is flying. Can I you know. believe we're 100 years old doing this podcast, Joe? <laughs> I mean, can you believe? Yeah, we really made it big with this thing. Who knew? <laughs> Who Actually, knew? that's kind of a cool segue because what? that's what we're talking about today. We're looking like into the future. That's exciting because the, my future of this podcast is looking very bright. Very and bright. also of our lives yeah. together is very bright. Oh my god! Well, I was going to say, like, if your future's looking bright, I'm right there along with you. Yeah, this is good no, news for me. We're shining stars. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> great. It's great news. Um, okay, so we each listed out some goals that we're going to share with you guys for like personal and this podcast. But like, really, the intention isn't just to hear about what we're doing. Um, it's to be part of it with us, and like, maybe it will inspire you and your goals. Uh, for the new year. And as we grow this podcast, we want to tell you guys what we're doing so that you feel like you're a part, you are part of this journey with us. So we're going to celebrate every freaking step of the way too. Yeah. One thing I realized we didn't do, and I don't know if we have been doing, but introductions. Oh, I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Good. I check. Great. <laughs> check that box. Cool. Moving right along. Um, yeah, but I do think that it's really important. I don't know if this is something that like everybody does and like reflects on the last year and then kind of, you know, has casts a vision for the year upcoming. I don't feel like it was something that I did before I kind of got before I was really an entrepreneur, um, where every year you don't really know what to expect. I feel like when I was maybe in corporate, I just kind of went through the motions of things a little bit more. And now I feel like I'm in control of stuff, but I also feel like this is an exercise. It should be, it should have been something I did every year, you know, like it should have, I just feel like it's a good thing to reflect and then goal set and like, what do you want to happen in this next year? I don't know. I just feel like it's cool. Totally. So I'm excited cool. about it. And a lot of people, what do you say to people who say resolutions just suck? You know, hmm. like, you know, how do well, you. Well, I'm one of those people. I don't, okay. I'm not. <laughs> okay. That's great. 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 Um, <laughs> Check. I don't believe in resolutions um, as much because I feel like most of the resolutions are, you are thinking your life is going to get like, if I achieve this in this year, my life will be better. Um, but it's, 
I feel like a lot of people like write off the last quarter of the year because they've got their new year coming, but it's like, if something's going to make your life better, why don't you just start right now? Like you can start whenever you want to start. You don't have to wait for the new year. And I also feel like if you make it be this big thing, that's like built up, you're going to have a great successful couple weeks, maybe a month with it. And usually it falls off. So I think goals are so much better rather than like New year, like how many people set the year of like, uh, this is the year I'm going to lose weight. Okay. But if you think that thought in October, why don't you just start in October, like going to the gym or, you know, drinking more water or whatever, um, instead of waiting until January and having this huge switch. And then you think like you're basically doing a 180. Whereas if you say, what do I want to accomplish this year? Like all year, then it's not a resolution as much as it's like, I have all year to do this and how am I going to tackle it? Like, this is what I want to see from myself this year. What does that mean? Like, what do I do today? What, what can I, you know, how do I get started on that or whatever? So I agree with you. If you think resolutions suck, because I'm not a fan of most resolutions aren't successful. Goal setting, I think is different than resolutions. Yep. Key point. Key point. Yeah. Yeah. Putting something out there in the world and backing it up with intention. Um, actually and practice I am and becoming, yes, I'm reading, it's not a book. Um, but Rachel Hollis, I've referred to her book, girl, wash your face a couple times. Yep. So they have something that they put out called start today. And it's a journal where every day you write down 10 dreams that you're going to make happen. Um, so I have it right here. And one of the lines that she says in there that is right on top is a goal is when you stop hoping for your dreams and actually start working towards them. A goal is a dream with its work boots on. And so I like that. I feel like. I love you know, that. Yeah. Totally. So these are goals Let's and not resolutions. Let's put our work boots yeah. on. Yeah. you damn straight. Damn straight. Resolutions can be GTFO. GTFO for sure. Be damned. <laughs> resolutions be damned. <laughs> you know? Well, what were you going to say? That... Are you a resolution fan? No. Yeah. But. Um, someone, so we'll get to this segment afterwards. We're doing a mailbag segment today and I, we did a call out on Instagram for topics that, you know, we wanted to cover questions, advice, and someone wrote, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on resolutions. Mm. How do you stay on track and and those kinds of things. So I figured other people might've thought the same thing and, uh, it's a good differentiator before we dive in here. So Ash, I'd love to know. Your 2019 goals with your work boots on. Okay. Dreams with work boots on. Yeah. So some of my goals, like what I, I introduced this. So guys that are listening and don't know, I am an entrepreneur. I run my own, I have my own business that I run. It's like a health and wellness coaching business kind of thing. And I laid this out for my team this year, like your vision board for what you want to accomplish in the next year. They should be huge goals. They should be massive and scary. And maybe they don't, they're not something that you actually accomplish this year, but you're on the road to them. And so I gave them the example of the vision board that I put together from November, 2015 to 2006, that like basically for the year of 2016. And I have accomplished everything on there now, but not in 2016. Some of them were in 2016, but beyond after the time that I said, and some of them didn't get accomplished until this year. The point is I put the vision out there and I really believe in the secret that like what you put out in the, into the world, basically the energy you put out, the universe or God or whatever your belief system is, will rise up to meet you um, as long as you put in the work to back it up. So um, some of these visions and dreams that I have are not necessarily, some of them are things I want to happen in 2019. Some of them are much bigger than 2019, but I'm still putting that out into the universe because I know like if I set the intention and do the work, the universe has my back, you know? our back because a lot of them have to do with this podcast. I'm very excited about. I love it. And I meant to chime in. I love it earlier, but I have a sneeze coming on, you know, when you feel that like your eyes start to like tickle or something. So keep going. I'm here though. Okay, great. I'm here. (laughs) Very, very here. Yeah. Cool. So I will say one of the first things, um, that I wrote down as far as goals for this podcast, um, cause I wrote a lot of down personal business things down, uh, for my other business. And 
than for this podcast. And the reason that we want to share this with you guys, um, one, we want to walk you through kind of our goal setting process, but also it's going to be really rad for those of you who are following us from now until, you know, whenever, um, because there is not a doubt in either one of Colleen and I's minds that like this, there it is. Oh, bless. God, it felt so good. Don't you love sneezing? Actually, I hate it. I hate sneezing. You love it? Oh. I love it. Oh, there's nothing that feels better than a good sneeze. Oh my God, sneeze. I hate it. Woo! Yeah, I hate it. What a rush. Okay, back to you, Ash. <laughs> Great. What you know? a rush. <laughs> um, yeah, what was I saying, though? It's going to be super cool oh, yeah. for people who are following right. along the um, Because in 10 years from now, when we've accomplished all of these things and we are doing all the things that I'm that I'm going to talk to you guys about today, you'll be like, you can go back to this episode and be like, oh, remember when they were nothing, making no money, hardly anyone was listening, but they believed. And that is the power of the vision. Okay. So do you know what I love what? about this is I feel like you're about to tell me my whole life. Well, like, I feel like I'm looking into a fort, like a, um, one of those, uh, fortune, whatever, bell, fortune balls, mirror uh, balls. What are those called? Fortune balls. What are those called? Yeah. Or like, you're a tarot card reader. This is great. Yeah. You know Magic, Magic eight ball. Well, one of those. Eight balls like are crystal also ball. crystal, crystal ball. ball. Crystal ball. <laughs> are. Ding, we ding, found ding. it. We found it. All right. Okay. All right, so, so um, I'll, maybe I should read through my big dreams instead of like 2019. Okay. Well, that's what I have right here. Okay. Okay. I like it. And the thing about this, you guys, is it is just as easy to dream big as it is to dream small because the future hasn't happened yet. So you get to decide what it looks like. So I know that in this book that I wrote down with Rachel Hollis, we will be making each of us at some point a um, million dollars a year from our this you can sit with us brand somehow yeah like it's going to be either on the podcast I also have on here that we are going to be touring so we will be international like we will have live events internationally face-to-face with you people that are listening to us and also people that are don't even know that we exist yet I do have on my 2019 goal board though that I want to have our first live event I, yeah. so, and we already talked about that, but we'd like to have that happen. Um, yeah, I put Colleen and I host sold out events all over the world. That's on my goal board. Isn't that crazy? Oh, but I like, why not? It. So possible. Possible. I also put things on here. Like I am an exceptional wife and I am an exceptional mom because I just feel like it's, and these are things I'm going to write down all the time and be mindful of. So then I have to act in accordance with these. Right. I also put on here date weekly date nights with John, because if I'm being honest, uh, this year was our first year as parents. And this year was the hardest year for our marriage. I mean, Colleen knows this, but it was touch and go for several months. And I haven't really talked about it yet publicly because I don't like to talk about a problem until there's a solution. And I feel like John and I are at a better place now than we've probably ever been, but it's still so new. And, um, so this year I really focused like on my career in 2018 on my career and being a new mom and didn't really make my marriage a priority. And in 2019, I think it's important for both of John and I to make our marriage a priority. So date nights are a thing that will happen weekly. And then, you know, I have some other things, but do you want to maybe chime in? Yeah. So really quickly in my current situation, because you guys can't see this, uh, we do a, um, (laughs) we do a zoom so that we can see each other as we talk. And I'm at like, I'm 75% of the way through a head cold at this point where I don't want to be blowing my nose throughout this podcast because how annoying for everybody to hear. So instead I've put like two pieces of uh, tissue up my nose to just catch everything. So this is quite entertaining yeah. for Ashley. Like as she was saying these big important things, you've got. Things I was shoved up your this nose to. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. but it's for the yeah. betterment. I will do anything for yeah. this podcast, and that is you know, why anything at all. It's going to become um, a big deal because you. We will not. We will yeah. do anything, you guys. <laughs> so I love that you put. Uh, our first gathering yes. in 2019. Um, and I'm going right to the podcast goals. I have some personal ones too that I'll touch on. But I put in all caps, meet our SIP yes. squad. I'm showing Ash. Probably didn't see that. But in all caps, so just put doing a trial run yeah. of a gathering. And it'll probably be in um, Portland, you guys. And that'll that be our be... first 
place. And then if that, if there's a market, we will expand. And also we will, there will be a market. You, you guys, we already, we already, there will be a market. Obviously we want to continue to grow our listeners on our podcast. So getting more of you subscribing, telling your friends to subscribe. I'd like to increase our listeners by 50,000, um, which I think we can totally do, but sip squad, we need you. You're part, this is why you're part of this, right? Like the more we grow it, the more we can do mm-hmm. to come meet you. So it's all interconnected. Um, and then Ashley and I talked about this earlier this week, but really upping our Instagram yeah. game, making it a space that you guys want to be a part of bringing you value there. So I put that yes. as part of our goals as well. Um, because it's overall not just increasing one or the other, but the collective experience when you're a SIP squad member, right? Another part of just evolution, looking into the future of 2019, again, the mailbag post that we put on Instagram, somebody wrote, I need a SIP squad shirt. And dude, I think we could kill it together in the merch game. How cool would it be to have Sip Squad shirts for your bachelorette parties, for a wine tasting day with your friends? Like, obviously, we have a cool squad and we can rock that stuff together. So I'd love to be able to bring a t-shirt, a sweatshirt, a koozie, you know, some basics to you guys in 2019 that we love and we think you'd love just as much. So that gets me excited. And then the other thing is, you know, in 2019... We will be incorporating ads into the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. All podcasts Mm -hmm. have ads. And so being really smart about that, you know, one of our goals, like from that, I'm thinking how I'm thinking about this is being really intentional with that, making sure that anything that has any airtime at all on this podcast is something that you guys can trust that we've tested, that we love, that we feel good talking about and making that an integration that feels really good. For us, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a that smooth was, one. Took me a little mi- um, took me a minute. There. <laughs> that was a smooth that's what she one. said again. Um, <laughs> you know, but more than any of that, like just making the reason we started this podcast was you and I staying connected and mm-hmm. having fun. And it's been a total blast doing it. And I think that's why it's been successful is, you know, if we have a blast, then everybody else mm-hmm. is going to have a blast too. And so, you know, even with growth, even with ads or whatever, merch, you know, getting out there and meeting our SIP squad, keeping it grounded and having yeah, a really right. good time um, and bringing like a plus game content to to our entire sip squad. So I'll take a break there. You wrap up yours and then I'll get to my personal ones. But that really covers my podcast 2019 yeah, um, vision. Well, so the only <laughs> I wrote a bunch of uh goals down and then I left that notebook downstairs. So I'm trying to just go off of memory. Oh you know? wow. um, yeah. Speaking plus, of bringing A plus, A plus content, plus game well, content. I mean, look, it was high time. I have been on for too many episodes wa- in a row. Yeah. It was time that I dropped a ball, you know, yeah. and and I carried us last you episode. Kick your feet up. So remember, you were like, you did. You were really not you feeling did. good, and you said you got to carry us, and I did. And I cannot you you carry did. us today. I left all my shit downstairs. No, but I don't expect that from you ever yeah. again for a very long time. But up. you stepped up um, to the call of but duty. I d- so yeah, based on so <laughs> followers and um, you know, we it's for for both Colleen and I. It's not about more followers. It's about more connection. Um, so it's not necessarily exactly. that for, at least on Instagram, that the numbers need to go up. We just want to feel more connected and make sure that we're providing value in your life because frankly, there's too many things pulling at our attention right now. And time is short. Time is our most limited resource. And if you're going to be spending any of your time with us, we want it to be you know valuable. But I have, you know, that I, what I want our listeners at. So I wanted, I think it was 50,000 a week. Um, downloads for our podcast. Um, and then all, you know, whenever it goes to numbers, it comes, it comes back to us that we got to pr- bring the goods. And then hopefully if you guys think we're bringing the goods, you'll share and tell people about it as you have been. And we're so thankful for you guys. The other thing that I just want to say, as far as this streaming stuff goes before call gets into her personal is maybe you're like, okay, well, this isn't relevant to me. I don't have like a business where I'm like setting goals like this, but I think most people 
probably have something that they're passionate about that they don't put energy into because they feel too busy. And we don't know what we're doing with this podcast. All we know is we wanted to do something. So it started with like some YouTube shows where we went out and, you know, filmed ourselves eating at restaurants and doing reviews. And then, um, we started going live on Instagram and Facebook. And then, you know, it's kind of just morphed over time into this is the format. And it took us some time to figure it out. We didn't know how to start a podcast. We just knew it felt good doing it. And we had a lot of fun. And so then we started doing it. And so if you have any sort of dream or desire on your heart, if you want to write a blog, if you are really creative and you want to open an Etsy shop, if you are really into photography and you want to maybe make that more of a full-time thing, just start pursuing it. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to be good. You just have to start. And I think that's why putting these kind of things, like putting thought into where do we want this podcast to go? It might not sound that relevant to you, but what you can take from it is there's nothing wrong with dreaming. There's nothing wrong with doing something you don't know what you're doing about, but having faith that you'll figure it out. So think about that, you know? I love Back it. Back over to you. Go to your personals. Okay. So this is going to be a big year. We're introducing a new member of the family. I don't know really what to expect with that, you know? Like I have these thoughts about, a lot of thoughts about it, some ideas, but uh, we're about to get hit with something that we can't even really know until it happens. And obviously it's exciting, but some things I'm just really going to try and be cautious of next year is putting myself first, which isn't something that I really do a lot and something that I'm very excited to not be forced to do, but really be intentional with. And so a couple of specific things around that, asserting my needs, which I love just that phrase, the meaning behind it. I read this quote. Oh my God, it was so good. It was from that page you recommended mm. to me, Mindful mm. FT or something. What's that Instagram? Mindful, Mindful M- MFT. Yeah. Um, anyways, so my, yeah, Mindful Movement. It says, my most frequent complaint toward my partner or loved one reveals my greatest emotional need, not their greatest flaw. And I loved that. I read that the other day and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was something really small. Like we were at a hotel and Chris had his like, he'll um, sometimes put his head at the end of a hotel bed and his feet like the other way on the pillows. And I can't, it's like a pet peeve of mine. If there's like, I cannot have feet on the pillows. And I read that quote as he was doing that. And it was so funny because I'm like, he's not technically doing anything wrong. This is not a flaw of Chris. He's perfectly fine with it. It's a need of mine and it's okay to assert that. Like, so obviously this doesn't apply to assholes. This only applies to like friends and loved ones and people who, you know, but I think it's important in those moments for me when I'm feeling things or emotional currents. And that's a small example, but in 2019 to be able to recognize that, It's not something anyone around me is doing wrong. This is an opportunity for me to express what I need. Um, So that's a goal of mine to do that more. And then I really want to uh, master my morning again. So I had a really good rhythm going and then I kind of fell off of it. But Tim Ferriss, one of my favorites, he talks about um, really having your morning dialed in and For a long time, I was waking up and doing the five-minute journal, which if you don't know what that is, look into it. It's basically a way to set intention and goals um, on a daily basis, so the micro stuff. And um, at the end of the day, so it takes two and a half minutes in the morning, about two and a half minutes at night, but the two and a half minutes a night, um, it's an opportunity to reflect on the day and be grateful and express gratitude, which so much of my happiness comes back to gratitude. And so that was such a great routine to be in. Um, But waking up in the morning and carving out time for me, um, doing a walk, meditation, Mm -hmm. doing that five-minute journal, I think those things, in addition to asserting my needs, are going to be really key for me in 2019. And so putting that first. I also, the last thing is I have unfinished business. So um, I was training for a half marathon this summer. (laughs) and found out I was pregnant. I trained all the way up to the half and then didn't run the half. Mm -hmm. And anyway, it was doctor's orders not to run more than an hour. The half would have definitely taken me longer than that. So once I get through May, which is the due date, I want to get back into training. I'm not going to be too hard on myself, but I'm going to find a half marathon that feels good to me in terms of a training schedule and um, take care of that unfinished business. Yeah. So anyway, I think that's great. Those are my personal goals. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's awesome. Yeah. 
And I think if I take care of me, then I'm going to be able to be a good, a better partner for Chris, a, a better mom. You know, if I am, it's like what Oprah would say, like, um, put on your own mask first, mm-hmm. like the airplane mm-hmm. masks. Like, there's a reason they say put your own first. And I just am being cautious and excited about doing that in 2019. Well, and I Not also cautious, think but, you know, that mindful of it. Yes, that females and especially new moms, you are giving, giving, giving. I mean, you are taking, you are literally keeping a a new mom. You're keeping somebody else alive. Um, and so it's very easy to put yourself like last on your priority list. And I think, you know, I, I've talked about it recently that probably the most transformative thing in my 2018 was doing those daily walks that I took, um, protecting my peace after Rev came, because you can kind of get cabin fevery, like you're attached to either a little baby or a pump, or, you know, you're like changing diaper, making food for yourself or like, like, I don't know. It's just, there's not a lot of time left for you unless you take time for you, especially in those first few months. So I think it's great that you're going to, you are have that intention set going in, you know, so you can be aware of it. And I think making sure Chris knows about it too, and cluing him in on, this is really important to me. I got to make sure I take care of me. Um, just would love your support in that, you know, hundred percent. However you 100%. can protect your peace. Well, should we move yeah. on or did you have any no. more? Okay. It is time for our mailbag. So if you're not following us on Instagram, please make sure you do. Again, we're going to be upping our Instagram game in 2019, but also um, every so often we're going to do a call out for the mailbag. Um, We did one the other day for this moment so that we could take your questions. If you have, uh, you know, if you're in any kind of life predicament or want our advice, um, we'll take your questions on this podcast. Yes. So we got a ton oh, of good wow. comments, questions. Okay. I sifted through them today and I ended up choosing three. One is a multi-part one that's going to take us a little while, okay. but I chose ones based off of, um, so many were good, but these three in particular had the most likes from other oh. people. So they were kind of like uploaded yeah, right, up the right. rankings you know? Yeah. But this first one, I can't wait. So this was upvoted the most. Okay. So had the most sub likes. What do we wish we would have known in our twenties about men, careers, hobbies, and how to make friends post-college? So that's a lot. So we're going to break it down one by one. And I think if you're listening to this and and you're in your twenties, you're going to hear some hindsight from us. If you're listening to this and you're not in your twenties, you'll probably have a good chuckle remembering when you were. And I think a lot of this can still apply for sure. So I guess in hindsight, what do we wish we would have known about men? And dating. Um, for me, my thing in my 20s was I was kind of, I was looking for a man. Like I was, I just put up with so much bullshit. I just put up with being treated like shit because I was like, I just didn't understand my value or like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. And I remember, so when my really good friend still to this day, our good, good friend, Lindsay, um, in college, she, I can't remember if I've referenced this like on this podcast or in like <laughs> another edition of the, you can sit with us before podcast. But when we were in college, she had a boyfriend. And so we would go out to the bars and I was like, I was single and all the guys would love Lindsay. She got all the attention. They all were interested in her and I wouldn't, I couldn't get the time of day. And then once I got into a relationship years later and I would be out with single women, the guys were more interested in me. And I think it's because when you're in a relationship, you don't care what any of those guys think. You just are who you are and it's okay to be who you are. And you're like, oh, you're not attracted to me. Oh, I'm turning you off. Oh, like I'm offending you. Oh, you think I'm dumb? I don't give an, a fuck because I'm not interested in you. Um, and I just spent so much time trying to have guys be interested in me that I wasn't even me. So I would just say, I wish I would have been more comfortable just being like, Hey, whoever you are is good enough. And people aren't going to, there's going to be dudes that don't like you and that's fine. But the more comfortable you are, the more like confidence is the most attractive quality. And I think that's what it was. Like I had no confidence and she had all of it because she didn't care about them, you know? about guys like that. As I was 
thinking through this. So I have the advantage because I pick the mailbag questions. Ashley's flying by the seat of her pants, which I love because I think it makes it fantastic. But as I was thinking through this beforehand, I thought the exact same thing that, man, in my 20s, I like didn't get hit on that much, you know, because I was just in my head about it at all times. And it was only when I was like in relationships, but especially like a mar- right. as a married woman, that is when it was like all of a sudden everyone's interested. It yeah. just was crazy. Every- everybody they can't and, men can't uh, get enough of us <laughs> no but like yeah. obviously obviously there's no entertain not seriously well, right. like we're talking just at bars or, or whatever like okay just to clarify that <laughs> um but when you really think about that it's just yeah the confidence that you have when you're not yes. trying so hard and when you're just comfortable in your own skin and so i wish I mean, everything happens for a reason. Like, you know, we each ended up in great marriages. We found our people. But, um, you know, you don't need to settle. Just focus on yourself and making yourself the happiest person. And you will attract that in the universe without having to like, and I think you also, um, you, you teach people how to treat you. So if you let a guy be a dick to you or treat you like a piece of trash, that's on you. You're allowing him to do that and he will never respect you. Um, he'll just continue to treat you like trash because that's what you've taught him is okay. So if he says, yeah, we're going to get together and then he cancels on you last minute and you tolerate that, like move on. Yeah. That's That's on you. you. Like move on. Don't allow people to treat you disrespectfully like don't put up with it and I put up with a lot of disrespect and I think I was teaching them that that was okay you know yeah we all have those friends that we see in just crappy Mm -hmm. relationship after crappy relationship after crappy relationship and of course we're the friends who are like you know comforting them but we all know that they need to look in the mirror too you can see the pattern and you can see what people are drawn to, whether they know it or not. And so if you're like having bad relationships or whatever, it's probably something where you need to fix yourself. (laughs) And that's some tough love, but it's true. It's all, you know, Mm -hmm. so, um, what do you wish you would have known about careers? Um, Probably just that you don't know where you're going to go. I don't know. Uh, For me, my path is very different than what I thought, right? I was like a poli-sci. I went in poli-sci in college and history because I thought uh, I'm going to be a lawyer. And we didn't have pre-law where we went at Oregon. Um, But these are like good pre-law programs. I thought I was going to go to law school. I didn't go to law school. And then I thought I'd landed my dream job when I got at Nike. And now I am an entrepreneur. Like, you just never really know where your path is going to take you. I would stay, say, you know, stay prepared, stay open, show up at, you know, be professional, do all those things, but, um, you know, be flexible, I guess, be open to doors. Cause you totally there's lots of doors that are probably re- going to open and just check them out. I don't know why we put so much pressure on people in high school and college. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to be, you know? Cause I remember feeling, and I, I mean, maybe I put a lot of pressure on myself, but I remember that being a high pressure thing to think about. Like, what am right. I going to be, you know, whatever. And in hindsight, it's like, take yeah. all that pressure off, take the pressure off. Like, don't think about a title that you're going to have or like finding something as much as just becoming right. a great person. Like, Go on trips, read books, enjoy your classes, like what you're learning. And if you're in college listening to this right now, like go to class in the spirit of actually learning, not just trying to get an A on a test. Like I wish I could go back to some of the classes that I took and just not be so stressed out about the grade or what it meant and just absorbed that opportunity to really learn from smart people because it's not so do or die. Like chill out. You know, the worst thing that could happen is you pick a job that you don't like. Well, guess what? (laughs) That's not going to be the job you retire at, you know? So like nobody's dying on the table over this. Just keep learning, keep growing. And I remember when I decided to finally put in my notice at my dream job, at my, you know, corporate job to pursue this entrepreneurial thing. And I was so scared and so nervous. And I talked to my manager about it and I got, you know, kind of emotional just telling him. And he was like, look, take the drama out of it. This is not a life and death decision. You go, you try this. If you don't like it, you can come back. And I just, it took so much pressure off of me of like, oh yeah, like this doesn't mean this decision I make today 
isn't the final decision, you know, like I can be fluid. So anyway, yeah. Okay. What was the other? Okay. Um, the last one is what do we wish we knew about making friends and meeting people post-college? That's a tough one for me. Okay. That's a tough one. I'll start because I've had more time to think about it and you marinate in that. But, and we, I remember talking about this on an Instagram live. So for those of you who watched our Instagram lives, you've heard this before. It's worth repeating again, especially if you're new here, but always Mm. say yes to a party. Like always say yes to a good party. Like that's a life thing. You know, like if you get invited to go out with people to go have a good time, why would you say no to that? You know, like open you've got to be open to meeting people and just enjoy your life while you're here you know it could be hopefully it's not short for anybody listening to this but it could be could be short for me you know you never know and then the other thing I would say is be genuinely more curious about other people than you expect them to be about you like I think sometimes we meet people and we expect people to just be curious about us but Everybody's yeah. only thinking yeah, about themselves right. <laughs> most of the time. And so if you really want to meet friends, you know, n- don't just like drill people, but be genuinely curious about people and um, what their story is and, and who they are. And it's amazing how much can be reciprocated when we're the ones making the effort. But I think if you just sit back and you wait for people to make the effort with you, you could miss out on a lot of potential friendships or connections. I feel like that's good. I don't think I need to add to that. I think it's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Great. Perfect. Okay. Well, we're going to move on to our next mailbag question. Oh, the other thing I wish I would have known in my 20s, really quick before we move on. Well, I did know this in my 20s. I think everybody should know this in their 20s is invest, even if it's just a little bit. Uh, And that was not part. That's just a general thing. Like, but because I think one of the questions was, oh, about life. What do we wish we knew about life? We covered a lot of life stuff in this, but in just put some money aside. It will grow exponentially. We don't have to get into the math, but do that in your 20s and you'll be happy later. Okay. This is a heavy hitter one, and then we're going to move into a light one. This one also obviously got a lot of likes. Suggestions and tips on dealing with anxiety, mental health, work-life balance. For me, I think the biggest thing around this kind of stuff is the story that we tell ourselves so often that we believe it is fact. So uh, for me, you know, I have a history of depression. I've never really dealt with anxiety. Um, What was the other one? They said anxiety... Work-life balance. Work-life balance. And mental health, just in general. Mental okay. health. Um, yeah, so for me, it was like, oh, I'm a depressed, I, I, I'm unworthy. Like, I don't, like, I bring everybody down. I'm, you know, uh, the, everyone would be better off without me. And so these are stories. This is the way that I spoke to myself on a daily basis, all this hourly basis, all the time. And so because I said that so often, that was what I, that's what I took as fact. Like, those were facts to me, even though they weren't facts. They were the story that I had been telling myself enough that they became my truths. And so I think that is why personal development, I believe so strongly in it. I think that is why I don't, like I have, I think that I really do have a a depressed brain. Like I, cause I can go there very quickly. Um, Small things can trigger me. So I think that there could be something I don't, I don't have medication now. um, But what I do is I make sure to do the things that I know will make me feel good, even when I don't feel like doing them. So if you have anxiety, I think um, being more present and then in, in, uh, in the moment, because anxiety is very future focused. It's like all the things that could go wrong, but being present, like it's worrying about all kinds of things, but those are not true facts that are going to happen. It's just, again, your mind is so powerful. So I think telling your mind where to go, that is why I believe in personal development so much. Um, I would say, don't watch the news. I'm a huge advocate for not watching the news. I would rather be considered ignorant than be the depressed person that I was. If there's something big enough going on in the world, I will find out about it. Colleen's very cultured and she tells me about things and like, I will find it on social media, but I don't need to know about the cancer patient who got evicted from their house or the corner store who got shot up with a gun. I don't need to know about all the negative things and talk about how shitty the world is. I don't need that. Nobody needs that. It's not beneficial. Um, And so I just think you have to be very careful with the story that you're telling yourself. And if you are telling yourself something negative over and over and over again, that you believe it to be true, you, you really need to make sure you're doing that personal development to 
work on your mind, like telling your thoughts where to go, keeping your brain in shape and things like when I say personal development, I'm talking about one of my favorite podcasts, the life coach school podcast. I've talked about Rachel Hollis. She has a great podcast. She has a great book. Um, girl, wash your face. One of my favorite books is you are a badass. Uh, Tony Robbins is amazing. Uh, Colleen mentioned Tim Ferriss. There are a ton of amazing things out there that you, you just need to be consuming on a daily basis. For me, it saved my life. I think personal development. So I feel super passionate about just the, mm. yeah, the, the story you tell yourself and the story you believe. I love that. I can speak a little bit to the work-life balance and the anxiety. So I've struggled <clears throat> with some of that and definitely insomnia for those of you listening to this who might have some sleep things. I'll share a couple of things and everybody's different. Everybody, these could present themselves in people very differently. So I'll just share a couple of things that have worked for me. One of them is realizing that insomnia isn't just something that happens at night. It's something that is built up throughout the day. And so how do you decompress throughout the day to make your evenings a little bit easier? For me, breathing, like intentionally, like setting a reminder in my phone to take 10 deep breaths mm. multiple times throughout the day. Um, when I get into my car, like making sure I'm breathing five times, like in and out through my nose before I start driving. So there's ways like when I say like meditation, you don't have to be sitting crisscross for 10, 15 minutes. That's great if you can do that. But there's ways you can meditate throughout the day. Like when you're washing the dishes, do you feel the temperature of the water on your hands? When you're washing your hands, do you feel the bubbles, right? So that like bringing yourself back mm. into your body, that mind-body connection. In one of our lives, we did this exercise. We'll do it right now if you're listening to this driving. But take a second and like, can you feel your hands right now? Can you feel the temperature of your hands? Can you feel the blood pulsing in your fingertips? Yeah. Like it brings you into your body. And so that that if you're racing at night and tossing and turning, think about not just your hands, but like doing a scan. This is on Headspace. Like can you feel the top of your head, your ears, your neck, your shoulder all the way down? Can you feel the weight of your body in your mattress? Those things really help me get back to um, back to myself, making sure you prioritize your workouts um, and just keeping your body physically healthy. And then sometimes I think, you know, I have a team of people who report to me, um, a team of salespeople. And one of the things I hear a lot is, you know, they'll call me and they're stressed out or they're super busy. And sometimes I can feel that way. And we right. have to realize that we're not the president. <laughs> Nobody's dying. I said that earlier in the podcast. But sometimes we're like jumping so much from task to task or we're getting so many notifications that yeah. things can feel a lot busier than they really are. And sometimes like if you have a Fitbit or Apple Watch and it's buzzing your wrist and you can hear your phone going off or you can see the notifications, sometimes you just have to make a to-do list of what you need to do, put all that stuff away, and then just stay committed to checking one thing off at a time. Because if we're just jumping around, answering texts or answering an email and then trying to do something else, that yeah. cost of task switching is so high. We're less productive, but we're also building a ton of anxiety and stress and like half completing everything and it's a disaster. So those are my tips. Really quick on that and then we'll move on. But uh, I did an exercise one time at a conference that I was at and I don't remember exactly what it was, but she was trying to teach us that multitasking actually is makes you way less effective and I'll just make it up. But it was essentially yeah. something she was like, okay, on a piece of paper, write out the alphabet, you know, let's say like A through Z, just write out A through Z underneath that, write out number one through 26. So you write A through Z number one through 26 and you do that you know, cause there's 26 letters in the end. And she's like, okay, now what I want you to do is I want you to do a one B two, right? So you're going to write them at the same time. You're going to write a letter and then the number, and you're going to do the same thing. It's going to be a through Z and one through 26, but you're doing letter, number, letter, number. And it takes you like three times as long because you're switching from letters to numbers to, num you know, like you're switching tasks all the time. And so you become way less effective. So I just, if you guys want to do that exercise to see, yeah, you think you're being more effective because you've got all these things going on, but really it's less yeah. and more stressful. Okay. Last question in the mailbag. Uh, and this is a fun one, light one, easy one. You're hosting a party. What are your favorite party foods that you will serve? Well, Colleen makes bad ass two things, onion dip, 
and yeah. Rice Krispie treats. Those things are lighting yeah. my world <laughs> on fire right now. I need those. So you guys have to get just the – it's like Lipton soup mix, French onion dip. You just mix a packet of that with sour cream. It's like the basic. Keep it in the refrigerator. Mm. Pull that out with some ruffles. It is like such a crowd pleaser. Oh so gosh. simple, so easy. The best freaking dip in the world, Rice Krispie treats. But what I was going to say for you, Ash, is everybody needs your buffalo dip. Yeah. The Frank's. Oh my God. I can't remember what the recipe is off the top of my head, but it's very, I have oh, you it. have it? Oh, you sent it to me and I bookmarked it and I will put it in our Nom Noms highlights Ooh, on Instagram. good. Okay, cool. So, oh my God, that one, you can't take that to a yeah, party no. without it being completely. And it's easy too. It's basically. Cream cheese, Frank's Red oh Hot, and chicken. And then, oh, and cheddar cheese too. That's it. Cheddar. And that, that, and you bake it up in a thing. We'll get you the exact recipe. Super easy. And you can serve it with tortilla chips. I also like to serve it with celery because it's like buff, you know. Whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Both of those. Well, you put, you mix cheddar cheese in and then you put it on the top Both. too. So it like has like yeah. a bake effect. Ooh, yeah. Oh my God. It is the best freaking thing on the planet. And actually with Super Bowl parties oh. and stuff that people are probably doing <gasps> soon. True. That's a slam yeah. dunk. You have got to yes. make that. So um, we'll post that on Instagram. It's amazing. Okay. Um, ding, 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 ding. let's wrap okay. things up with rant, rant and, and rave. rave. All right. We'll start with, um, rants, right? Is that what we're yeah. doing? Yep. Okay. So my rant right now is my kid, Revy. She's a year, she's uh, almost 13 months, like a year and a month. And everyone says this, like, right. Once they get on a schedule, you think you have them figured out and shit changes. So shit is changing. She, I feel like she is a freaking puzzle and there's, I can't figure it out. So she's like refuse right now. She's refusing naps. Really? She's refusing like food and eat like it'll one day we'll feed her a peanut butter and jelly and she'll eat the whole thing. And then the next day she's like, what the fuck is this? Don't feed me a peanut butter. Like, why would you serve me this? How offensive. Like, I don't want to touch it. She'll pick it up and like, just throw it on the ground. Like you idiot. I'm not eating this. Um, and so it's just so confusing. Um, everyone says it's very normal, but that's my rant right now is I'm like, I just, I count on you to sleep Rev. So like, I need you to sleep and I also count on you to eat. So could you just eat please? Uh, but she's got her own (laughs) little sit. She's working out and, uh, she can't talk yet, so she can't say shit, and I just got to guess. <laughs> and You are just along for the I'm ride. Along, along for the ride. She is – she's the captain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, my rant. So, again, currently getting over a head cold, but mm. one of my – it's just made me think about one of my biggest pet peeves because I, you know, I think I talked about this last time, but just came off a huge work meeting, and I can't count the number of times I would, like, hug someone who I hadn't seen in a while and then ask how they are. They're like, I'm good, just battling this cold. Or, like, you know, you, like, oh. go to shake someone's hand or, or like, meet, like, right, I'm very customer-facing position, and they're like, don't shake my hand, I'm sick, or whatever. And it just pisses me off. Like, I get that there's an asterisk here of some people who can't take sick time, and I get there's nuances here. But if you can take sick time and you have control of this, why would you leave your house if you're sick? Yeah. Like, there are – it just pisses me off so bad. Like, how selfish. And people try and be heroes, and they try and go out, and they try and work, and they try and do things when they're sick, and they just infect people around them, and it is so freaking rude. Like, stay at home if you are sick and you can stay at home. Please, please, I'm begging you. Just that's my rant. I think that's fair. Um, that's a fair rant. Dude, it just makes me so mad, especially after they touch you. Yeah. You know? Or like, just what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why are you ugh, so rude? Um, okay. What's your rave? My rave. I'll go my I'll do my rave. Yeah, do your rave. Well, my rave, so today in the mail, I got a bump box, oh. B-U-M-P, yeah. B-O-X. And Ashley was so thoughtful and she gave me this gift right when we found out that I was pregnant and it arrived in the mail and of course hormonal, I cried, but I've gotten, this is like my third and I think, think last one that I, but I, it's been, if you, if you are pregnant or you have a pregnant friend, this is such a good gift idea because these things come in the mail and like today it was like compression socks, this foot massage Mm. thing like they're just things that just make you feel good and pampered and they just make you happy opening up little gifts in the mail and when I get these I think of you and so thank you again for that but it just is 
so fun to get these kinds of things in the mail and it can really make your day and definitely go buy that if you have a prego friend or if if you want a little something for yourself and you're pregnant just yeah it'll and they give you exactly what you need i feel like they have like first trimester second trimester third and then they even have like post baby boxes i feel like like fourth trimester is what that's called oh that's Um, cool yeah so they it's like applicable to like whatever you need in those times because pregnancy changes you know week yeah. to week all right so my rave is john and i did date night last night and um we went out to this place and i saw this drink on the menu if there's a spicy drink on the menu i am ordering it like it's my favorite spicy margs but like any spicy drink i'm in and so i saw this drink i asked how it was they said it was good i get it it was lights out good night irene i ordered four in the span (laughs) of probably 25 30 minutes and i he gave me the recipe so um i haven't made it yet but we're trying to like come up with a new christmas tradition and this drink is green and tasted what it tasted like was a fresh squeezed juice but then it had alcohol in it so it's green and i think that we might make this like be a part of our tradition. So if you can, uh, maybe we'll just include this in the show notes or something. But uh, yeah. if you are not driving, if you can write this down, write this down. So what they do every day is they take 50 grams of cilantro, 50 grams of mint. So I guess you need a scale for this. 20 to 30 grams of jalapeno and then 30 ounces of fresh pineapple. And they put that all in a blender and blend it. And then they strain it and take the juice that comes from that. So it's cilantro, mint, jalapeno, and pineapple. Like, the most amazing combo. So, Power Oh my combo. God, it's so good. Yep. So then they, you know, strain it, you get just the juice. And then to make the cocktail, he didn't say how much of the juice you do, but you do a half ounce lime juice, a quarter ounce simple syrup, two ounces of vodka, and then I guess however much of that juice that you want. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to make that and then I'm going to serve it with a little strawberry because it kind of looks like a Santa hat, right? So it's like a green drink with a little Santa hat and it's like a holiday cocktail, a little spicy, a little sweet. It is so fresh, so delicious, and I cannot wait to make it for you, Colleen. Like it's, I'm literally salivating right now. And I think what you should do is make this and break it down on an IGTV video. Good idea. And we can throw it up on our Instagram. Okay. I will. Yeah, I will do people that. People are gonna want this. They're gonna want it. And it's already tried and true. You already know it's absolutely oh, yeah. amazing because you had I all, had all, of, all them. of them, it sounds yeah. like, that they served at the oh restaurant. Oh my god, it was so good. I'm very also very proud of you that you put back four. Yeah, thank you. Um oh I want that so mm. I'm like literally salivating right now yeah. and I think we have to actually end this podcast so I can go find something to quench yeah. my <laughs> to, to, um scratch salivating yeah. this is I'm embarrassed yeah. with myself <laughs> okay you guys thank oh, you for thank joining you. us we can't wait to grow with you oh in 2019 God. this is gonna be freaking epic so exciting so, to think about that we are on day one of a brand new year like wow hell yeah all right so if you haven't subscribed or told a friend to subscribe rate and review do all those things kick off your year right love you the most we love you. thank you and you can sip with us always always and forever